the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka. People were slamming Joel Osteen for not opening up his mega church to people who needed a place to go after they were displaced by the storm. And and you got to the bottom of it. What's what's the story? Well, look, the story is that there's always two sides to a story, right? And I think I, I know Joel's team pretty well over the years. I've interviewed him, talked with him. I also know there's a lot of anger in the Christian community against Joel Osteen. There's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of yeah, there's just a lot of, I would say, angst among Christians who don't like his theology, they don't like how he preaches, they don't like what he has to say. Now, I think the reason I bring that up is that's a lot of what is fueling this. The Church immediately, in the immediate, decided not to bring people in, not to host people at the Church, because they're in Houston. And now, the controversy is this. There were photos posted that, did, that appeared to show the Church was not underwater. Um, now, obviously, a lot of Houston was, and the church told me that the roads around the church were underwater. So they made the decision over the weekend, based on some flooding on their first floor, sort of the parking area, they had some pretty bad flooding, and they were worried about bringing people in to stay there. So they basically told city officials, look, if you run out of space, then let us know, and we, we will help you. But for now, we're going to remain closed to ensure the safety of people at the church. So they closed the doors. Everybody went after them. Now, the assumption here was that Joel Osteen is this wealthy, horrible person, and because of that, you know, he was shutting the church down. In reality, they were already working with Samaritan's Purse. They were coming up with some ways they could help the community. They were thinking through, and, and not everybody will buy into this, but their viewpoint is that they were most equipped rather than housing people without showers and other resources that some of the shelters had, that they were most equipped to help people after the fact, kind of put their life back together. So I don't think they expected this reaction, all the anger, all the frustration. I think, you know, look, we have to try to get to the bottom of things and we have to look at facts. I think the problem with social media is it empowers us to attack people. It empowers us to go after them. And when there's an ax to grind already with somebody like Joel Osteen, it makes that a little bit easier. And I think people should have probably waited for the facts to come out. That doesn't mean everyone will agree with the decision not to open. Um, but from what my contacts there have told me, it was not a safe situation until Monday midday, and they didn't feel comfortable bringing people in and possibly having a bigger catastrophe inside the church. This is, this is all really important news because you can't see this information in 140 characters. You can't see the pictures that you have posted on your story on faithwire.com that show the way the setup was. Now, Billy, I I lived in this town for nine and a half wonderful years. Okay, about eight and a half wonderful years. That's a different show. But when I was there, uh, I don't think this church was there. Is this the old summit where where the Houston Rockets basketball team used to play? It is, okay. and the church bought it around 2010, I think. So there's two really important things here to mention. This is that location, it, and this has actually flooded before, and that's a big piece of the story. The church was worried because in 2001, with the tropical storm Allison that happened back then, they actually had to shut down the stadium at the time because there was so much flooding, and so they had a fear of that happening. They've only been in there a few years, and they hadn't had a storm like this really hit. And so that was sort of driving, I think, some of this decision. You know, we know this floods. We don't want to put people in danger by opening it up. 
but we will do it if, if obviously the, the, the government runs out of space. So that's a big piece of the puzzle. And there are a number of others as well. But I think you've got to look at all the facts, right? And the facts are that this is a location that's been prone to flooding. The building has flooded. And they already had flooding up to a point in their floodgate, right, on that, on that bottom level. So they were worried about additional rain and what could happen. I don't, I don't think that's that irrational. Not everyone will agree with it, but I, I understand their concern there. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And again, I know this part of Houston this part of Houston is prone to flooding. This part of Houston and all of Houston is prone to flooding. It's a low-lying area. It's damn near sea level. So uh, look before you leap, people. Abe Lincoln, and there's a great book about management and Abraham Lincoln's management theory. And Lincoln, when he would get mad at people, he would write the letter and get all the anger out, sign it, fold it up, put it in an envelope, and then stuff it in his desk drawer for the night. And he would look at it the next day. I think a lot of us need to think about our tweets and our anger. And before you send it, step away, even if you step away for five minutes and come back and look at it. I, I don't know Joel Osteen. I don't know whether or not he's a good guy or a bad guy. I just know that jumping in without the facts is just... Uh, it's unfair, and you wouldn't want to be treated unfairly yourself. So I, I sure appreciate you getting the story. It's our it's our buddy Billy Hollowell who joins us Friday. This doesn't get you uh, a free pass on Friday, by the way. You have to come back. I will be back. You better believe All it. All right, good, good. And while you're at it, go to my Facebook page, and if you if you got five shekels to give to the my Mercury One link, or at least retweet it or something. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.